Welcome, everybody, to the True Tech Podcast. This is episode 78, and we got a few stories to talk about. Uh, there aren't uh, too many, but uh, the main story for today is actually about the Google P- Pixel 6. And Google did put out some teasers on the Pixel 6 even before it launched, just to get everyone hyped about it. But we're going to talk more about that later uh, after the sponsor. But hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just remember to give me a five-star uh, review down in Apple Podcasts. It really just helps me um, support the show. Um, right after today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Orbital. Orbital is your best solution for communication in remote teams and communities. Think of it like Zoom on steroids. One of my favorite features is the distance-based audio, which lets you move your avatar around the space to join conversations. You can broadcast unlimited screens, use whiteboards, share music, sticky notes, documents, and customize your graphics. Ever had a meeting on the beach or in a treehouse? Well, now you can. You can try it for free and get 20% off the first three months using code TRUETECH. Just go to orbital.chat slash TRUETECH and enter code TRUETECH to get 20% off your first three months. Thanks again to Orbital for sponsoring this portion of the episode. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, let's just dive right in to Google's uh, their new phones because that that's just really exciting, and it's one of the main stories of this week. Uh, so, like around this week or like last week, uh, Google gave everyone a preview of its upcoming phones, the Google pixel 6 and the pixel 6 pro uh and this year they're just focusing more on the flagship level uh, of phones instead of the mid-range slash budget phones so they're really just focusing on those phones but i think they're really gonna try on this pixel 6 pro and it's really gonna be a good phone but a rather large bit of information was announced like their camera systems the design, the colors. Uh, but in an interview with uh, the German magazine uh, Spiegel via PocketNow, Google's SVP of Devices and Services, Rick Osterio, Oster, uh, confirmed that the devices will both be expensive while being in the upper segment of phones. So that's why we know that these aren't going to be just the mid-range and budget phones, but it's going to be higher end. And honestly, Google hasn't really been doing many of these uh, higher end flagship level phones for almost all of their Pixel phones, except for like the Pixel 1. But the Pixel 2, 3, 4 were mostly just more mid-range focused uh, and five were mid-range focused and not really the highest end that you can find in phones but the pixel 6 lineup is really going to change that and i'm really excited for this phone to come out later uh, this year um, but Osterio said that this is an important new approach for us and we believe it will help us be attractive in new market segments. But the Pixel 6 also belongs in the upper segment and can keep up with competing products. I'd call it a mainstream premium product. So you heard it from the man, uh, the SVP of Google, and there you go. 
just confirms that these are going to be pro-level phones instead of the mid-range uh, that they've usually been doing. Honestly, the Pixel has always been a solid option for anyone who wants to just uh, get an Android phone, something solid and decent for a good price. And uh, I would still say that uh, that still applies to the Pixel 6, even though I haven't really seen it in person. But from what I'm seeing and their track record in the past with their past phones, the software is great. The software uh reliability in the future with software updates is also going to be uh really nice so anyone looking to get an android phone around the 1000 price point or less can get some somewhere like some google phone and well you'll just have a solid experience depend uh not not depending on uh any of the phones you get um but google is aiming for uh, the the prosumer market, like uh, the SVP said. Um, and the company also confirmed this week it has plans to spend millions of dollars on marketing. With LG's exit from the smartphone market, there is a huge opportunity for Google to pick up the pieces and provide some stiffer competition for Samsung, OnePlus, and Apple. While the Pixel 4a has largely been considered to be a success, the Pixel 5 uh felt less like a premium device and more of a mid-range device some some upper uh mid-range device and it's pretty clear that google is now in a position to reset the market for itself and other companies but thanks to the google's tensor chipset which provides more control over the device than a snapdragon powered one so we might even see cheaper prices or um, better performance, better battery life for these Google phones, just like we did for the M1 Max. Just, just how Apple got, had more, uh, had more power on uh, what the processor does and how efficient it is. That's gonna be the same idea for the Tensor chip in Google's smartphones, Google's future smartphones, um, and this is just one of the most exciting parts about the the Pixel 6 lineup is that they're going to have this new Tensor chip, which is going to be more efficient, more battery efficient, going to be probably more uh, control so that the performance is there and it's going to be efficient enough that it'll handle more tasks. Um, and it's going to be really exciting. It's not going to be like one of those, uh, one of those performances of a mid-range chipset it's going to be one of those higher end ones that uh just similar to the 888 uh, chipsets we've seen from qualcomm in addition to showing off the unique design that is sure to stand out google revealed the pixel 6 would feature a wide angle and ultra wide camera while the 6 pixel 6 pro adds on a third camera with a periscopic lens and that's going to be for the the zoom and the close-up shots you're gonna need to get with the telephoto lenses. As for the display, we'll have a 6.4 inch full HD plus panel with a 90 hertz refresh rate uh, on the Pixel 6 and a 6.7 inch quad HD plus display with a 120 hertz refresh rate on the Pixel 6 Pro. And this is the first time we've ever seen a 120 hertz refresh rate on the 
any of the Pixel lineup. So it's really exciting to see that feature coming to this phone. And these are already being touted as two of the most secure phones on the market, uh, especially for the Android market. And as the Tensor SoC contains Google's Titan M2 security chip and a core dedicated to security, it's just another area where Google is attempting to set itself apart uh, from the rest of the crowd. <laughs> and with all the security and privacy changes coming to Android 12, the Pixel 6 may, in fact, be the most secure Android phone you can get this year. All of these features and hardware changes are already suggested a premium price tag, but now we know that's exactly what we're going to get later this fall. But that's the coverage of the Pixel 6 and what we've really been seeing uh, and what Google has uh, announced um, just this past week. It's all really exciting stuff, and I say if you're looking for an Android phone, and you had an iPhone, it's a great option and something to look into. Um, but while we're on the topic of Google, Google has uh, announced some new Nest cameras, if, you, if any of you guys are interested in that. And they also have new doorbell, doorbells at lower prices and more features. Google has announced a new line of home security cameras and a video doorbell under its Nest brand. The new models, which include an indoor-only camera, an indoor-slash-outdoor camera, a floodlight, and a video doorbell, replaced older Nest IQ cameras coming at lower price tags with more features. The design of the new cameras will be fairly similar uh, to anyone who've seen other Nest products, and it's just going to be a clean, minimalistic kind of design um, that previous Nest products have had uh, and the company has been moving toward softer edges and muted color uh, palettes and the new cameras adhere to that with uh, color options that are meant to blend in and not really stand out and that's just really good for something like security cameras when you don't want people to notice them um, too much but Google is also adding a bit more intelligence to its cameras thanks to advances uh, in on-device machine learning. And the new models can detect people, animals, packages, and vehicles and provide specific alerts for each of them without the need for cloud processing. So that's just going to be better for privacy and also just faster and more efficient uh, processing uh, compared to the cloud processing that they've had. Um, but the familiar face feature... Uh, which uses the cloud-based facial recognition, recognition still require, requires a paid plan, unfortunately. The idea behind it all is to cut down the noise from constant motion notifications, a common complaint with uh, home security cameras and video doorbells. Google says the Tensor processing unit uh, in the new cameras allows the algorithms to run on twice as many pixels and at twice the frame rate of previous Nest cameras, which provides more reliable event detection uh, and alerts, similar to how a TPU will improve the upcoming Pixel 6 smartphones like I just talked about. The cameras also include three hours of event history without a subscription and have internal storage for up to an hour of event clips 
Um, honestly, that's not too much for uh, cameras. I expect more for that, but uh, I don't expect the uh, paid subscription to be too much. Um, but I'm not sure the exact pricing on that. Lastly, Google is pitching versatility with this lineup as both the video doorbell and the new Nest Cam can be used in either battery-powered or wired configurations. There is also a range of accessories available for wall or table mounting or setting up a camera indoors or out. What you won't see emphasized with the, the, the newer models of these cameras is 4K resolution or spec race hardware achievements. Google says the trade-off required for 4K video is just too much bandwidth consumption. It's going to have larger storage uh, costs and it really just outweighs the benefits. So... I guess 1080 is better than 4K for video cameras. And I kind of agree with that just because 4K sometimes uh, can be useful, but it's mostly just uh, unnecessary resolution that you're going to be getting for these cameras. Because usually you just want to see who's at the front door or if there's a package at the front door. So having these higher resolutions isn't really just going to help with that, but... Uh, that's just my opinion. Alright, let's move on to our next story. A former Tesla employee won a $1 million award from Automaker after an uh, arbitrator uh, found the company failed to prevent his supervisors from calling him a racial slur. Melvin Berry, who is black, was hired at Tesla's plant in uh, Alameda, California in 2015. He said a supervisor called him the N-word, uh, then retaliated by forcing him to work longer hours and do more physically demanding work when uh, Barry confronted him. Tesla has denied the allegations, but uh, arbitrator Elaine Rushing said in a May 12th ruling that Tesla was liable for the harassment Barry described, according to Bloomberg. I just really think that uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, things going on in tes Tesla, especially since um, there there hasn't been much, but this is a pretty big one, um, and the case law is clear that uh, one instance of a supervisor directing the N word at a subordinate is sufficient to constitute severe harassment. Rushing wrote, and it just goes on and on saying that like you know the uh, harassment. Uh, was too much for Barry, and they ended up just paying him a million dollars, which is um, pretty crazy. But honestly, that's just not appropriate work behavior, and you just shouldn't be doing that at all. So um, I feel good for this guy just getting um, that million dollars, which is really sweet. But um, that's all I have for this episode. I mean, there weren't too many stories to talk about, just mainly those three stories. Uh, but we will be seeing um, the Samsung event next week, which I'm really excited about. All the new folding phones and maybe even uh, new earbuds and the Note phones might come out uh, during Unpacked this August. Really excited for that. Uh, and iPhone's coming in September season or October season. So just a lot to stay tuned for. Um, and... I'll see you in episode 79 because that's going to be an exciting one. Um, and let's just try to get to episode 100 
by by January because I think that's a good goal. Um, but catch you in episode 79. Peace.